Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the On Fire B2B podcast, where we take business owners and influencers in the B2B space. It's six questions in nine minutes because the best know how to be concise and when to end. With that first question for our guest today, in a few sentences, tell us who you are and what you do. So I'm Drew Hinton. I'm the president and CEO of Aero Safety. Uh, we're based here in Glasgow, Kentucky, and Aero Safety is kind of a one-stop um, EHS solution. We offer anything from one-on-one -on -one consulting and training to audits, inspections, written program development. You know, and our goal is to keep employees safe and businesses headed in the right direction. Fantastic. Question number two, what's the best thing about working with businesses? I really love getting to go to in a business and, and have them consult with me and be able to experience different types of industries. And so whether they're coming in from the ground up and saying, okay, we're, we're starting fresh, it's a brand new business, or if it's a, a business that's already established and they say, okay, what, what do we need to do to take it to the next level? It, it's really empowering to be able to work with the team members and be able to take them to that next level and be able to use all those different experiences to be able to apply it to the next customer, next client. Excellent, excellent. Question number three. I'm hearing from other top executives and owners that using quotes from clients can dramatically increase conversions and sales. Your thoughts? I think it drives competition and, and promotes equality across the market. It's to me, it's similar to discussing pay scales within the workplace. It's kind of that's kind of a, a thing that employers will tell you don't do it, but it also makes sure that you're you're staying in par for the course. And so if, if you're understanding the competitor's market and their quotes, then you'll make sure that you're not shooting yourself in the foot. So if you're underbidding yourself by 50%, you're going to want to know that. And in the same manner, if you're overbidding a project by X amount of dollars, you, then you'll know what the competitors are quoting and help you revise your business structure and potentially get back in the field. Absolutely, absolutely agree there. Question number four, what advice would you share, Drew, with other companies working in the B2B industry? Probably one of the biggest pieces of advice I can give is to develop a mission and vision statement and then stick to it. So if you can't explain to a customer what you're planning to do with, a, with their company in a few sentences and in a few first discussions, then you've probably lost that organization's business already. And so when you're developing a vision, you'll want to work in, in, with your employers and your management to make that mission coincide with your, with your uh, mission statement. So developing a mission statement kind of sets the pace for all your business's operations and let others know what you plan to do. And your vision is where you envision or where you see yourself going, your company going in one year, five year, and 10 years. But one of the most important things that you need to realize about a, a vision statement and a mission statement is they are very dynamic. And I'll, I'll give you an example with, with Uber, their cars, their initial uh, vision statement was to have a 40% market share of the, of the paid ride sharing uh, market. And now within, within years, they're almost 60 to 70%. So they're having to adapt their vision and mission statement to adjust with the times. And so adjusting that, developing that with your upper, upper management and making sure that it's staying dynamic. So your business should be dynamic, just like the market, like I kind of mentioned, but if you get complacent and believe that what you're doing 10 years ago is going to work 10 years from now, then you're already a step behind the competitors. So make sure you're staying up on the market as well. Great points there. Great points. Question number five, what other top CEOs and business owners in the B2B space like yourself, would you like to acknowledge as a leader and should have an invitation to this podcast? I'd like to shine some light on Tom Carson from Sospis. Um, they are a EHS platform software company. And 
Tom's been with Sospis as the president and CEO for five years, and he's worked with uh, numerous other companies as well in leadership roles. And he's really taken the, the Sospis platform to a cl top class organization. So I think he'd be a really great fit for this. Fantastic. Look forward to connecting with him. Absolutely. All right. We still have about four and a half minutes left on the clock. So it's been great with time. Okay. So question number six, uh, last question I have for you is tell us about your first sale. So my first sale was, it was actually a, a very wide spectrum of services. And it was, it was actually a really great thing to get off, get, you know, get my boots on the ground into the market. And so I was working with a welding company. They were opening up a, a new location in Tennessee. And so I noticed this, I kind of reached out, you know, not trying to be too pushy because I know they're, they're busy with getting the business up and running, but also trying to offer and see if there's anything I can help them do from the construction standpoint of getting the, the actual facility and the, and the brick and mortar up and going to their operations once they get it up. And so I was actually able to communicate with, with operations and management for several weeks. And finally, about a month into it, um, I got the call and said, hey, come on here. We're, we're going to finish up with the construction. Why don't you come over and provide oversight for this, for this rest of the construction project? And then once we're going, we want to help you to help our site leaders develop written policies and programs, you know, train our employees and do hazard assessments throughout the facility. And so it was really a great opportunity that we were able to um, go in and be able to, to build this company up from the ground up. And then I was actually able to learn quite a bit from that industry, uh, from the welding industry itself, but from, from the organization. So again, kind of touching on the things we mentioned earlier is it's great to be able to get that experience that you can apply to other customers and clients. Fabulous, fabulous. Love that, love that. I always love to hear those first sales stories. Well, right. guess what, Drew? We still have three minutes on the clock. What else is on your heart and mind today to share with the listeners and viewers? So probably one of the things I would want to share um, with the listeners is to really think three to four customers ahead. Is when you're when you're jumping into the market, it's it's one thing you really want to focus on your first your first customer, your first client. But once you're doing that, you want to try to determine a path, again, getting back to that vision statement and that mission statement, figure out how you're going to make that third sale. How do you going to make that fourth sale and that fifth sale and determine what's working right off the bat? What's not working? Do you need to change trajectories? Do you need to change your vision and change your mission statements? Um, you know, what do you specialize in? So there are some businesses, as you all are going to be familiar with, there are some businesses that have a, a niche and a specialty and they're going to stick with that specialty. And there's other organizations and businesses that are going to, they're going to have a wide spectrum of services that they can kind of be, you know, pretty good at everything and not really specialize on one or two things. And so you really need to figure out what's, what's going to work best for you. And so again, thinking three or four customers ahead, are you going to stay in that, in that niche area? Or are you going to broaden out to a different, a different wider area of, of services and determining what line, what customers and what market are you going to go after? Are you going to go after, you know, a, somebody in the local area, you're going to try to stay in the local, in the local spectrum. You're going to try to branch out across various states across the country. So really thinking ahead of time is going to help you set the, set the steps, you know, before you even get there, it's going to make a big difference. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. So about 45 seconds to a minute. What else would you like to share? Um, really? I mean, this is kind of, of, of hard times with COVID-19, but this is, it's, it's really a, a test of, of your true integrity and your true, true strength is if you're, if you're starting a business up right now, or if you have one that's already going, you know, there, there will be an end to this COVID-19 crisis. I mean, ho hopefully sooner rather than later. And, and we're all in the same boat with that, but making sure that you're realizing you're comforting your employees, that there will be an end, making sure you're there for them and creating that psychological safety will take you a long way. 
Fantastic, fantastic, love it. Well, guess what, Drew? You did it. All right, excellent. You did it. Six questions, uh, six questions in nine minutes because the best know how to be concise and when to end. Your website, say it so that people can connect with you after today's podcast. Sure. My website, company website is www.aerosafetyus.com. Fantastic. And it's in the description for you guys. Drew, fabulous having you on the podcast today. And remember, don't stop believing. For Thank those you. that are listening and viewing the podcast, be sure to watch other episodes of the On Fire B2B podcast. This is April Renee. Create a terrific day.